from PRX. This is Studio 360. I'm Kurt Anderson. Five years ago, David Bowie was still alive, and an exhibition called David Bowie Is opened at the Victoria and Albert Museum in London. It has been touring the world since, and right now, until July 15th, it's making its final stand in New York City at the Brooklyn Museum. It is fabulous. There are more than 400 pieces in the exhibition. His diary entries, handwritten lyrics, musical instruments, artwork, and, of course, lots of costumes. But nothing, really, is more striking than the sheer breadth and depth of David Bowie's music, which is also on audio display. Visitors get headphones that play a montage of David Bowie songs as they move through the exhibit. And that montage was created by Bowie's longtime producer and collaborator, Tony Visconti. Initially, I was asked to do just three songs and make it about three minutes long. And I don't know, something just came over me, and I realized that uh, I couldn't decide on three songs. So the three songs evolved into 49 songs. But turning 49 songs by such a shapeshifter like Bowie into a cohesive medley was not easy. David was so uh, diverse in his tastes and styles, and even his vocal styles are so different. He has at least six different voices he uses. So it took me about um, easily two months. You'll hear why. To make this montage work for the museum exhibit, Visconti had to hunt down all the tapes from the original recording sessions and then pull the songs apart, remixing them, isolating vocal tracks, changing tempos and keys until the whole thing sounded of a piece. Our producer, Tommy Bazarian, met Tony at his studio in Manhattan. They sat down at his mixing console, and Tony explained how the montage was constructed. So I thought, what's the best way to start? And that would be with Space Oddity. I used it as a backdrop for little teasers of other things he had done. I threw in uh, Fame guitar lick to The Man Who Sold the World, Ziggy Stardust, Uh, Golden Years, Boys Keep Swinging, Ground Control to Major Tongues, Control to Space Oddity was his first hit, controversial hit, because I told him at the time, it's a lovely song, but it's a gimmick. And now it's just such an anthem. It represents anything about outer space. To do this, I had to change tempos to match other songs. 
change the key sometimes. I'd have to leave a vocal out or I'd have to put a, a vocal from another section of the song in that spot to make more sense of the transition. So for instance, we're about to transition into uh, Life on Mars. For Life on Mars, I did something interesting. Look back in anger from Larger. I used as the backing vocals. Here are the, those vocals isolated. I had to change the pitch of those and the timing slightly to, to go in there. I don't know how it happened, but by the end of doing those backing vocals, we were sounding like a, a Paul McCartney and John Lennon. It wasn't intentional, but we just loved those two people. We loved that sound from Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, you know. The end of Life on Mars had strings, and I had to fade it out quickly to get into Lady Grinning Soul, so I, I wrote a little string interval to glue them together. It was never on the original record. But I realized it was a good motif, so I, I carried on playing the strings over Lady Grinning Soul. I'll, I'll just play what the strings sound like. Should have been there in the first place, I think. <laughs> Here's uh, I'm Afraid of Americans, which I mixed young Americans with. Because they both had Americans, they're both similar in ideas. So. So let's see, where do we go after this? This is the uh, end of five years. Now you hear that little synthesized sound underneath David's vocal. That's from Heroes, and it's a song called V2 Schneider. 
So it's actually the intro of V2 Schneider that I'm using as just a, a background. He flexes like a whore, falls wanking to the floor. His trick is you and me, boy. So now that we're headed towards the finale of the, the mashup, uh, I'm doing harder cuts. Really like, you know, you'd hear on, in, a, in a nightclub, uh, DJ cuts. I temporarily go into the twilight zone <laughs> at the end of Let's Dance. And uh, the whole ending is based on the song Heroes. But again, there's about 10 elements of different songs. Loving the Alien. Watch that man. Sound and Vision. Going into 1984. The backing vocals of Sound and Vision. Which was my ex-wife Mary Hopkin and Brian Eno going do-do-do-do-do-do. absolute beginner's vocal. I had to chop up to make it fit to the tempo of Heroes. Ending now, I had to fade out the band. And just leave David's uh, vocals remaining. We can be heroes forever and ever. This is the uh, kind of anticlimax.
David Bowie had no part in this. He didn't want to have any part in it. But it was turning out so good. We were making, let's see, we were making The Next Day at the time. And uh, he came into this room and I said, just let me play two minutes of it to you. And he says, oh, no, I don't want to hear it. I said, you don't have to say you like it or not. And I played it to him. And he liked it a lot. And uh, he said, great, carry on, you know, finish it. It was really, uh, it was wonderful to work with this. Like I, I, I would often tear up, honestly, because this is intertwined with my life too. You know, I was there at the beginning and I was right there at the end. Ground control Nine, to major tones. Seven, six. Ground control five, to major tones. David Bowie's producer Tony Visconti. To hear the mashup in its entirety, you'll have to go see David Bowie Is at the Brooklyn Museum. You've got until July 15th. Tommy Bazarian produced our story. Thanks for listening, and you can subscribe to Studio 360 at iTunes or Overcast or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. 